The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Well, now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news, brought to you by American Arbitration Association. Business disputes are inevitable. Resolve faster with the American Arbitration Association, the global leader in alternative dispute resolution for over 85 years. More at ADR.org. And today, Bloomberg Law host June Grasso and Michael Best discuss a case against Apple accusing the iPhone maker of monopolizing the App Store. They speak with Mark Rifkin, a partner at Wolf Hedenstein, and Harry First, a professor at NYU Law School. Mark, explain the issue at this stage of the proceedings. Sure. The, the question that uh, we appealed was the district court's determination that consumers who bought their apps on the iPhone store, as they were required to do, and paid Apple with their credit card, as they were required to do, uh, whether they were direct purchasers from Apple withstanding under the federal antitrust laws to bring the lawsuit challenging the 30% fee that Apple tax onto the cost of the apps on the App Store. The district court said that uh, the consumers were indirect purchasers and didn't have standing, and we disagreed. We asked the Ninth Circuit to correct that decision. So, Harry, what did the Ninth Circuit say about this issue? Well, uh, basically, the Ninth Circuit said, go ahead. Um, you have standing uh, to sue. Uh, you're a direct purchaser from Apple through the App Store. Do you believe they have standing? That, that seems to me to be the, the right decision. Um, I think it's important that uh, consumers have the ability to challenge um, these restrictions on their freedom to buy uh, the products they want at the price they want. So... Um, if the uh, plaintiffs can prevail, they will um, be able to show that they have been charged more than they should have uh, for the applications they like to buy. So, Mark, there's been no ruling about the allegations themselves. Tell us about the allegations. Sure. The, the, the basic allegation is that Apple controls the, the medium of distribution. Technologically, it, it makes... Uh, iPhones only compatible with applications that are sold through the App Store. And it requires that developers who want to sell apps through the App Store uh, have to agree to this 30% markup that Apple imposes on all the apps that are sold for a price on the App Store. And the plaintiffs say that's anti-competitive. It's the result of Apple's monopoly. And uh, they're entitled to some portion of that 30% back because Apple would not be able to charge that fee were it not for their monopoly control over the distribution channel. And that's Mark Rifkin, a partner at Wolf Hedenstein, and Harry First, a professor at NYU Law School, speaking with Bloomberg Law host June Grasso and Michael Best. And you can listen to Bloomberg Law weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. And that is this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information. 
The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.